Hi, and welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. San Diego County is giving away free COVID-19 antibody treatments to infected patients, but the program hasn't been as popular as expected. Paul Sisson has more right after the news. After a record application year at the University of California, state lawmakers want to limit the number of -of out-of-state and international students the system accepts. The state Senate proposal would reduce non-resident incoming freshmen from 19% to 10% starting next year and would compensate UC for lost income from out-of-state tuition. Under the plan, 4,600 more California students could attend each year, with the biggest gains expected at UCLA, UC Berkeley, and UC San Diego. UC opposes the plan. It says the system benefits from a diverse student body, and the proposal would limit its financial flexibility. A federal judge has dismissed San Diego's mayor and police chief from a lawsuit brought by two women who say they face discrimination at a pro-Trump rally in Pacific Beach in January. Plaintiffs Mandy Lean and Aaron Smith allege that police used aggressive tactics to break up counter-protesters while showing bias in favor of the pro-Trump crowd. U.S. District Judge Michael Anello wrote in his opinion filed Monday that there may still be viable claims against individual officers. San Diego home prices increased 19.1% in a year as of March, outpacing nearly every city in the nation except Phoenix. Nationwide average price increases were 13.2% as of March. That's according to the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Indices reported Tuesday. It was a rate of increase not seen since December 2005. A free treatment available in San Diego County can minimize the severity of COVID-19 and even prevent death. But officials say not enough people are taking advantage of it. The county health department opened a free monoclonal clinic in Chula Vista last month, but since then, fewer than 50 people have used the treatment. Paul Sisson covers healthcare at the UT. Paul, you have a story out about a COVID-19 treatment that is pretty effective, but not being used. Uh, It's a monoclonal antibody treatment. Just to begin with, will you tell me what that means and how it works? Absolutely. Uh, You know, it's relatively simple, actually. Imagine you had COVID and you didn't die. Uh, You know, the reason that you didn't die was not because you got lucky, but because your immune system inside your body uh, fought it off. Uh, you know, they have various different components of the immune system, and so it can detect different types of cells and, and viruses and whatnot that aren't part of the body itself. The body's own cells have special markers on them that say, hey, I'm, I'm part of your liver. Please don't attack me. Uh, but, you know, so, so they go around and, and check everything that's floating around inside you, and if they detect something that's an invader, uh, you know, they throw up an alarm and, and marshal the troops and come in and eventually figure out, uh, you know, what is unique about that invader that we can that we can glom onto and use that as a as a marker. Uh, so so what they do is for people who have survived, they look at what's floating around in their blood. Uh, these are called antibodies um, that, that the immune system produces. So they just they clone them. They just uh, have a scientific process that they can use. That's, that's where the, the clonal and monoclonal, cloning one, uh, cloning one antibody. In this case, I think it's actually you know, several different uh, types of antibodies in the blood. Uh, they just clone them and make it into a medicine that then they can put into your body if you get sick. So, so therefore your immune system doesn't have to take the time uh, to figure out 
what this invader is and what parts of it are unique enough to target, uh, you've given the, given your immune system a head start. So it knows just what to do uh, when, when this invader shows up. Uh, so, so the idea is if you can get these antibodies into somebody's uh, system in the early goings of the illness when they're just, you know, maybe they have a runny nose, they've had a positive test and, and they're just a few days in, uh, you give the immune system a really significant ability to, to get fighting very quickly. So that's it in a nutshell, really. Well, what form does the medicine come in? I mean, are we talking about a shot? Are we talking about like a blood transfusion? How does a person receive this treatment? This is this is always infused. It comes in a bag, like an IV, an intravenous bag, like you like you might see for say uh, chemotherapy. Uh, so what you would do is you would go to uh, an outpatient center where you would sit in a chair and they would they would uh, put the uh, the line into you and uh, and it would kind of slowly trickle it into your uh, bloodstream. Uh, you know, drip it in like they would a chemo drug. I think the infusions take maybe like half an hour or an hour. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, but it's not long, um, you know, and it's, it's an infusion like they infuse many different medicines. That's amazing. And it sounds pretty simple. So why isn't it being used more often here in San Diego County? Uh, you know, it, it is. I mean, they've, they've been using it for treating uh, these monoclonal antibodies for treating cancer and other things uh, for many years. Uh, you know, this was approved uh, under an emergency use protocol, uh, similar to what they do for, uh, you know, for vaccines. And so the, the medical community was a little skeptical at first in terms of, okay, does this really work? Does it really confer a benefit? Exactly which patients should we be using it for? Uh, you know, they, they first tried it in patients who were already hospitalized and it looked like it not only didn't give much benefit at that point because the the virus had already progressed so far, but but also uh, it seemed like it might cause some complications. Uh, so they've they figured out that you know really we ought to be giving this when people really aren't that sick, and, and that it gives us the best uh, possibility of preventing the illness from progressing to the point where people uh, need hospitalization or or maybe even die. Um, so so you know in terms of why why it hasn't been. Uh, as popular as as perhaps they think it should uh, have been, uh, you know, it's it's relatively newly approved. I think the first um, approvals came last November, uh, and then you know shortly after that, uh, the first uh, vaccines uh, were were available, and suddenly the everybody was clamoring to get vaccinated, uh, you know, and so it seemed like uh, you know that was where the focus was in the in the first part of uh, 2021. Uh, so it got overshadowed by the vaccination effort to some degree. Uh, and then also, uh, you know, a lot of um, physicians from what the folks here in San Diego have been telling me uh, have just been feeling like, well, if my patient has minor symptoms, then they don't really need it. Uh, they don't have a serious case. Uh, so, you know, therefore, I, I don't need to, to order it for them. Uh, you know, and the, the insidious part there is just that, you know, most people who do get infected with coronavirus do not have a uh, significant illness. Uh, so really what you're trying to do is prevent uh, the, the 6% or so who do end up getting hospitalized, but but that leaves the other 94%. So you can kind of get away with not ordering this for people and, and most of your patients are going to do just fine, but you will have a few who, who do progress. Uh, so that's, that's kind of the point is, you know, if we were just giving this to everybody, uh, then we would be catching that small percentage who actually really are going to have a strong negative response to this virus. 
Okay. So say I'm a person who is infected. I am interested in this treatment. Where would I go to get it? Or how would I go about that? Oh, uh, they've got several different clinics run by the county, one uh, up at, uh, at Palomar uh, in, in North County in Escondido, uh, and another uh, down in, in the southern part of the county in Chula Vista. Uh, there are two numbers you can call. Uh, sadly, I do not have them uh, at the tip of my tongue at the moment. I could pull That's them okay. Up. I'll go ahead and look them up and I'll read them at the end. Yeah, there you go. Um, and and how about COVID overall? You wrote a story last week that it's it was on its way down. Is that still the case? Oh yeah, is it ever? Uh, yesterday's uh, daily total that came in from the county was just twenty five cases. Oh. Uh, I'm still trying to get this verified by the county, but looking at the records, it, it appears that we have not seen a total a daily total that low uh, since March twenty first of twenty twenty. So over a year, uh, and. You know, we've had, uh, it looks like the last four days in a row have all been over 100 cases per day. Uh, we don't know what today's number uh, will be yet. It hasn't come out yet, but it's certainly uh, looking very positive uh, that we've really turned quite a corner. It's, it's quite stunning to me to see these numbers under 100 per day. Uh, you know, I was talking to uh, a person over at UCSD a little earlier today who was a big part of their um, massive vaccination effort. and. Uh, when she heard that number was so low, she she had a few tears, honestly, you know, because she had been out there literally getting people vaccinated. And, and really, it's vaccination that has caused this thing to wind down to a large degree. Uh, so for those who have been participating in getting this done, it's a, it's a very powerful set of numbers we're seeing right now. And how about vaccination efforts? Where do they stand? Um, I know that, you know, we had some stories about clinics asking for fewer doses from the state, but I've also heard stories, you know, you can now walk into um, a lot of pharmacies, even grocery stores and get one on demand. So uh, what's going on with vaccines? Right. Uh, you know, there, there, we've had a few weeks of lower demand, so there's plenty of supply out there. Uh, like you say, drug stores, uh, grocery stores. Uh, we still have uh, quite a few different superstations that are available as well, although it looks like they're going to be winding down. Uh, we've, we've got a story we're in the planning phases on about that for the weekend, if you guys want to uh, follow up a little later on that. Uh, but, you know, the vaccination effort is really shifting gears. It's going from one where you had so many people clamoring for a limited supply that, that lines were long and they needed these giant uh, superstations to get as many people as they could through the door as, as quickly as possible uh, to one where some people are just reluctant and, and not coming forward. And, uh, you know, we're approaching uh, 1.9 million San Diegans who have had at least one dose. Uh, they say we need to hit 2.1 million uh, to, to reach what they call herd immunity. Um, so we're close. Uh, we, we need a few more hundred thousand folks to, to come forward. And uh, I mean, I don't, I don't see any reason why that might not happen over the next month in June. It seems doable. Uh, you know, we've had uh, kids age 12 to 15 uh, now come eligible and um, they're starting to come in as well. Both of my kids are uh, teenagers and uh, they both got their first shot uh, last week over at Cal State San Marcos. So uh, you know, parents are starting to bring their adolescents in and that'll, that'll certainly help uh, get us uh, to that point. Um, but it looks like, you know, the next phase of this is going to be more of a one-on-one -on -one instead of a one-on-many kind of campaign. You know, it's, my sense of it is it's going to be 
doctors talking to their patients. When they come in for a checkup, it's going to be like, okay, I see in your chart here that you've been doing well with your uh, with your blood pressure and uh, your cholesterol level. I, I see, however, that you haven't yet gotten your uh, your coronavirus vaccination. Hey, is that something we can take care of for you right now while you're here? You know, we've got enough supply now that we've got a few doses here in the office uh, on hand so that we can. Uh, Put them in people's arms, you know, at a moment's notice uh, when they come in for routine care. So if you haven't been vaccinated, uh, be prepared uh, for, uh, you know, your next visit to include uh, a come on from your doctor to roll <laughs> up your sleeve. And I have those phone numbers Paul mentioned. You can reach the county at 619-685-2500 to speak with a nurse who will assess your eligibility. Um, again, that's 619 685 2500 or you can also call family health centers at 619-906-5420 again that's family health centers 619-906-5420 i'm christy totten host of the san diego news fix thanks for listening <laughs>